Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly. Like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. (laughs) Yes, it does. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios (laughs) in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Yeah. And, uh... We just remind you to stop now and avoid the hassle. That's right. Stop now and avoid the hassle with Reverend David McClure. We are not what we think. We think what we think. Meditation elevates us to the secret place of the Most High. From this refreshing perspective, it is obvious that we are not victims of the world we see. Choose this day who you you shall serve is our choice between... The transformative power of God's love or our own fearful imaginings. And we're very excited because during the second segment, fan favorite Reverend David McClure joins us on the mountaintop to read and discuss today's daily word, inner truth. Ah, yes, the mountaintop. Are we going to kick it off with these three breaths? Remember that lady at Agape who used to do the mountaintop? No, thank God. The lady, she thought I was homeless? Oh, my It's goodness. funny, because back then, I used to think it was almost a crime to be, be uh, prosperous. And so I used to admire all the strugglers and the, Ugh. you know, kind of put all that stuff, people. And so she actually read that energy. Even though I had a wonderful job for the school district, I would come to the the um, th- that, that meditation at that time and you know, your outer, outer world reflects your inner awareness. And because of all these thoughts, I felt, I kind of felt homeless at that time because I felt so uncomfortable in my own skin and I felt, you know, all, all this stuff. Tell and them sh- the whole story, Edward. Which one? The dreadlocks? What you had on the top, growing out of the top of your head. Yeah, I had dreadlocks at the time. <laughs> I, I liked them. Yeah. I had to put that in there because the- they're all so... Uh, but no one can have that. Well, if you got a whiff of these things, oh, they, they were clean as a whistle. <laughs> no, the truth was actually there is truth to that. I had wanted them for so long, and as soon as I got them to a place where they actually looked like dreadlocks, I didn't really like them, and I cut them off. And it was reflective of my consciousness at that time. And but the funny part was the lady used to mistake me for someone like, oh. I'm sorry, you're homeless, dear. And she would give me that hug at the end of the of meditation, or she would. She thought I had died of an overdose, which I wasn't even uh, using drugs or anything. So, but it was all a reflective of my, of my inner state. So it's funny because she used to always do that prayer about coming up to the mountaintop. Uh, so that's just the side. Well, Emerson says, 
Yes. What you are stands over you the while and thunders so that I cannot hear what you say to the contrary. Yeah, and it really should be what you believe you are. Yes. Is what speaks so loud because that's the vibe that we feel when we're around people. In today's show, what's it called again? Stop now and avoid the hassle. And, uh, well, we were just the whole, let me just say the, the title really came about because we're just thinking about fighting. What happens when we like really get on a train resistance, resistance train of thinking where like, uh, you know, our brain tells us like the world's against us or we need to set this person straight or they're not doing it right. And we might, if you want to get ahead, you got to work and push and shove and grab. Yeah. And we, we, we start to plot and scheme and Everybody figure out Everybody else gets the breaks. Yeah. How we're going to stick it to people. We're going to form our own little organization and go get the other organization or whatever it is. And the best thing to do when our mind is all grumbly like that is to stop, stop. now and avoid the hassle. Because all that stuff is just stuff that turns into a hassle and a lot of wasted energy down the road. It's fearful imaginings. And we got some great, great readings. This show is chock full of the best readings yeah, we stumbled across. I know, even just help. before the show, yes. we realized part of it is about non-resistance, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But we received a uh, an email from the Golden Key Ministry, which is Reverend John Adams, and um, he has a wonderful service, a wonderful ministry, and, and every week they send out a one-minute meditation. And uh, this, and it's a little mantra that you can or a little like affirmation excuse yes. me is a better word that you could say and he encourages you to say it three times slowly and then just sit and reflect on it for a minute so that's our kind of uh that's our kind of little tool because it's quick it's easy and it's very effective and this week the one minute meditation was thank you god for answered prayer i know your good is everywhere it sounds a lot like uh my favorite Bugs Bunny cartoon character, Pepe Le Pew. True. Savoir faire is everywhere. Yes. It also reminds me of the affirmation that you like, that uh, now I stand and on holy, holy ground, ground and, and great things happen all around. But don't, just let's remember, Daryl's mind was grumbling a little bit when I first sent it to him. So he said that this was too corny for him. Wait. And I had to Oh, no. I said, him. this sounds like mom jeans. Yeah. And I just summed that up by saying corny. But he was he threw it back at me. And then I said, no, no, no. Try it on. They're comfy mom jeans. So we're going <laughs> to we're going to pull them on. Now. We're going to put on. We're going to stop and avoid the hassle by slip encouraging everyone to slip into their comfortable mom jeans. Yeah. With that. You know how they have that little stretchy waistband. Yes. And they make no matter how voluptuous your butt looks, this will flatten them right out and make it. Yeah, heart-shaped. Yeah, it'll take all the heart shape out of your butt so you can relax at home in your mom jeans. Oh, I see. Yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, this, by, by the way, Reverend John W. Adams is uh, actually was on a uh, show called Truth Transforms uh, in the Unity Archives. Yes, you can They did a whole series on how to have unexpected income, which I think is a book that he wrote. But we love the one-minute meditation, so let's take a breath to clear our mind and get started. <sighs> Thank you, God, for answered prayer. I know your good is everywhere. <sighs> Thank you, God, for answered prayer. I know your good is everywhere. <sighs> Thank, Thank you, God, God for, for answered, answered prayer. prayer. <laughs> I know <laughs> your good is everywhere. <sighs> <sighs> read the definition of non-resistance from science of mind yes to kick this off which we just noticed this just before the show and uh this you know one thing i've really been noticing lately is when i start finding myself tangling with things and other people if i really stop and think about it i notice wait i wasn't doing anything but living my day joyfully and somehow i stumbled upon someone else who was having a bad day or they were, you know, like they were going through some struggle and they kind of pulled me into their struggle, right? Because a lot of, especially people listening to the show, love to be of service to other people. But the thing is, when we get sucked into other people's drama and into our own drama, we're not really being of service. Well, that's because 
a lot of us were taught you like it's disrespectful yes. to be joyous yes. of someone else's suffering. You have to show that oh yes, like it's it's a terrible it's a terrible suggestion. Because, well, that's actually implying that God doesn't do it right because God never loses right. the joy. And God the, never yes. loses the light or the love. And that's why it feels so bad. But there's this myth that it's you should you know you should be down there suffering with them, and that's yeah. not true because it often just feeds the delusion. Yes, that's, that's what it is. It's feeding the delusion. You're yeah. actually you're actually contributing. To their suffering. Yeah, that's why we say stop now and avoid the, the hassle. hassle. Our minds, like, someone else might be going through something and you can find a way to get done with that conversation. But rather than then become another worrier in that situation, go somewhere and stop and get back in touch with your own center and remember what's real and remember it on behalf of that other person or whatever that situation is. Remember the truth of that situation. Yes. That all is well. Now we know what they meant by that lyric. Which one? Stop in the name of love. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what this brought to mind was when we were at Unity Village, I was talking to someone, and, and I was tired and groggy, and this uh, it was someone we had met, and I the day before everyone was joyful but i was just still waking up at the continental breakfast as they call it oh that place is so wonderful it is awesome but the person took me by surprise and got really heady with me and i started sinking and i started even talking and like oh i better prove that i'm smart about this i started getting sucked in because i was like kind of got caught off guard yes the person was speaking spiritual principles but it was all from the neck up yeah, I mean, yeah. it was all intellectualized and it has no you can't, there's no feeling, no joy. And I had just come from my room where I was high as a kite. I was reading uh, Celebrate Yourself by Butterworth. I was just like, but also I started talking to them. And I started thinking, oh, God, I guess I don't know anything. This feels terrible. I don't really do anything or know anything about anything. I'm not a master. Who am I kidding? Why do I even do a show? But the reason I bring that up is because Daryl was not with me. He was out for a walk. But thankfully, he came back because he was sweating like a sweat hog and it was too hot outside. <laughs> yes, it's so true. He, he walked in and he was just drenched with sweat. And But he was not involved in the illusion of trying to be smart that I had gotten sucked into. So he goes, hey! great to see you you look wonderful ah, he laughed and the whole thing evaporated and i was i was almost bitter at bizarro because he was so happy and he wasn't sucked into the world same uh you know yeah, like exactly. fog as me but it showed me like once i you get caught up once i get caught up in the fight i lose total track of oh. god's love and how great life is we don't have to go along with our own thought with anyone else's thoughts or our own thoughts and struggle and make things hard and make things terrible there's something called non-resistance which uh the definition in science of mind of non-resistance says fighting any adverse condition only increases its power over us because we are making a reality of it someone has said that the language of resistance is pain but non-resistance finds the harmony of the universe and swings into its motion going with the stream of power which nourishes and protects Resistance is the offspring of fear and ignorance, while non-resistance is the offspring of love. Yes, and going along with non-resistance because it's a choice. It's yes. a choice to let go yes. of my commitment yes. to this ill-feeling story I'm telling. And it is an ill-feeling feeling yeah fearful imaginings right and it's all but it's very seductive it is seductive until, it can be. until you read the next few readings we're gonna read yes <laughs> including this one it's called the secret of thought from celebrate yourself by eric butterworth and it says you have a mind and the you that has a mind can control the thoughts that pass through the mind thought is a creative process or should be you can become a creative thinker instead of a reactive thinker. Just remember, it is your mind and you can think what you want to think. At least once a day in meditation, disidentify from your mind so that you can become established at the center of your being as the master of your life. Then, carefully established at the center of your spiritual gravity, you are ready to deal creatively with anything that may happen around you and to you. You always have a choice. You may say, of course I'm bitter and upset, 
Look at what I had to face. <laughs> that, that was me this morning. Yep. <laughs> but that is a cop-out. It is your mind. Never forget it. And here, even Jesus, I'm reading this from the book, even Jesus had negative thoughts. Jesus, however, quickly disidentified from the evil force, saying, Get thee hence. As someone put it, you may not be able to stop the birds from flying over your head, but you can keep them from building a nest in your hair. Isn't that the truth? Sometimes, for some strange reason, I start thinking that nest is a crown of glory. Oh, you're not kidding. Well, I was thinking some of the pressure to go along with you know, oh. our family gripes or... Even like we think that if we stand up and show the world, like as a like say it was a musician or something, like I'm gonna t- change this world by resisting the bad and all of this stuff. Even a, that's not yeah, healthy. Exactly, exactly. Because a lot of the people that I used to really um, idolize, turns out that they weren't really very happy no. behind closed doors or maybe even in front of them. Uh, May Rowland. The Magic of the Word. It's another Unity publication. Yeah, she said on page 66 in The Magic of the Word, As you turn to the all-knowing mind of God within you, you will be freed from anxiety about the outcome of any situation. Whatever you have to do, you will understand what is required of you. You will be able to follow through easily and with perfect timing. The mind of God within you is always on the job. Train yourself to rely on this great source of inspiration within you. It is always willing to show you the way, to give you right direction. Let your mind be open and free and joyous as you remember your unity with the great source of knowledge within you. And here is uh, the truth behind all of this and thinking the thoughts and the choices we make in our thinking to cooperate with the positive flow, or li- well, positive flow of life or resist it. Yes, And this is from Emmett Fox, around the year in Emmett Fox. It's from August 22nd. It's called, You Are Always Treating. And it refers to treatment, like how we prey on things or bless things or declare things. That's Mm -hmm. what he means by treatment. You are continually treating your conditions with the thoughts that you hold concerning them. What you really think about anything is your treatment of that thing. Many people have the idea that they're only treating when they call it treating. But no matter what you call it, your thought concerning any subject is a treatment. This is the reason visible conditions are always the expression of an invisible thought. If you will begin systematically to treat every side of your life with a series of positive, correct thoughts and keep to this practice for even a few weeks, you will be amazed to find how much everything will change for the better. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yes. That's from Romans twelve two, And just to sum it up from August 24th, there is no necessity for anything but an abounding interest and joy in life. Success and happiness are the natural conditions of mankind. It is actually easier to demonstrate these things than the reverse. And I was just thinking I had a renewing of the mind treatment thought just right. Just now, actually, I was thinking because. Francis, who, if you've been a listener and fan of the show, you've heard he's been going through some old age. He had a uh, cancer removed two, like two years ago almost, yes. and then uh, survived that, and then had two years of life uh, right up until today. He uh, And I wasn't going to say this word, because when people say it, they just sound, I don't know, you know, like they're better than... But I'm going to use the word because it actually felt healthier than saying anything else. And that he transitioned over to the Rainbow Bridge. He transitioned to another realm. And that kind of softens the blow of what we think of when we say he, you know, he died or he was put to sleep or any of these things. And I could just reassure myself that he's had a wonderful long life with us since he was a kitten. 16 years ago when he ended up in our yard. We have no idea how. And a friend of mine is actually Mike Dugan, who you've all heard about if you've been a longtime fan of this show. He's been a mentor to me for many years. I'm extremely grateful for the influence. He's actually the one who introduced me to Unity, Emmett Fox, any all this stuff. He was the kickoff point. Mm-hmm. And he now is uh, deciding he no longer wants to live. 
And this is a conscious decision on his part. I just talked to his daughter last night. Um, All his ailments seem to be stabilized, but he's just deciding to give up. And his mentor even said to him when he asked him, Mike, what are you dying of? And he said, well, uh, what are you physically dying of? Right. And he, Mike couldn't answer because the doctor just said everything's stabilized. So uh, Mike said, well, I just don't want to go any on, go on anymore. And his mentor said to him, well, that doesn't sound like God's will, does it? <laughs> and Dugan replied, his name's Mike Dugan. No. <laughs> so I'm going to go up there this weekend. I've been having to wrestle with a lot of ima- fearful imaginings, like Ed said, of, Am I responsible? How am I going to, am I supposed to get him to, am I, because I go one extreme to the other. One is I take on the full burden of, I got to like heal him or yes. bring him back to life. And then the other extreme is I just want to hide from it. Well, I would imagine you could also get some um, bitterness in the, in the midst of all resentment as well. Well, yeah, but my resentment. didn't come yet. It's yeah, going to come I, later. No, but I lash out my resentment at Ed. Yeah, so okay. <laughs> Right, right. It doesn't get thrown. It all makes sense. Now. It doesn't get thrown in Dugan. Oh, we never want to throw it at the person who. Uh, no, I lash out. Yeah. Even Lori said, I said to my wife this morning, I said, I feel like lashing out at people, you know, because of Dugan and Francis, yeah. and we had to take him this morning. And, and she goes, Well, don't lash out at people. Well, it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I talked to Ed, I read that Emmett Fox, and I said, Boy, I really needed to read this. This is the yes. wonderful thing about our show. I did not even want to do this show today. Yeah. But this show heals us just like we hope these teachings and these principles heal you. Yeah, and I'm telling you what one thing I learned from you this morning is when I when I really like put up with someone's bitterness and their gro- griping and their illusionary BS, basically, bad science, the illusions there, their, their struggles. I end up parroting what they say. Because you were saying the same thing he was saying. Oh, wow. I know. I, and I was like, yes, it, I it was. wasn't like, uh, I mean, it wasn't even a judgment. I was just like, I said, that's exactly what happens to me. When I put up, whatever I put up with believing or encouraging or being a good person and just listening to someone else's negativity. Well, yeah, when it's, it's unhealthy, just right? Just like in the reading, right. it begins to nest in our head. And it's like the birds start and to live there. And we start saying the same things they're saying, but in our little experience. Yeah. The, on the flip side, this morning, I was uh, leaving. I went. I decided to follow the oh, joyful because yes. I, I had some time and I didn't want to just. I dropped my son off his first day of school and I had some creative free time. And I knew I parted, you know, like the part of me was, I'll just go right in the Culver City. You know, meet with Daryl at some point, but I knew I'd end up just sitting somewhere doing not like thinking, right. and so I, instead I said, "No way, I'm going to go this way. Go down by the beach." I like I even did did the work, some stuff for the district, like with my phone, like you right. always encourage me to do. But I just kept. I had no plan to do this, but I kept going right instead of left, and I ended up at the Wayfarers Chapel in Palos Verdes, a wonderful place. And then I had the greatest meditation. I actually sent. You sent me all those texts, so I just erased those, and I sent in, and you pray for you. And it worked. It worked. And then I but then I stopped by the most beautiful Starbucks in the world, and I walked in there. This place, you know the one in Palos Verdes yes. that overlooks the ocean. Oh, yes. And this, So I walk in there, and it is packed. It looks like a, a, a nightclub. Right. And the woman inside me is this older lady, and she has like a, a mohawk of sorts. Not a full mohawk, but like a hip. A faux hawk. Yeah, and I was like, wow. <laughs> it, it caught my eye. Like, wow, this lady's amazingly hip, you know? Right. And so we're, I'm in the line, and because I was so prayered up, I was just joyful. But I could tell she was kind of getting right. like sucked into like how many it was taking so long. And all of a sudden, the woman at one of the registers went, and she's like taking care of stuff, and the right. line's getting long. But I just to, I told her, "Your hair looks great." And we ended up talking, talking, talking. The, the time flew by. Fl- I bet. Yeah, she was so grateful. She's just like, "Oh, it's so nice to talk so to someone instead of." Just standing around. But we were also both able to joke about how long it was right, taking. Right, right. Let the steam out. Don't I, deny the steam. I told her, oh, we have a long-standing relationship with this place. Because yes. I had to stand for a long time to wait for the drinks. And she loved that. But she also loved telling me about her hair yes. and how easy it is to do. And we just had the greatest conversation. And it's just indicative because I had stopped before that. I didn't rush into my day, which, believe me, I've done so many times for some reason. I actually thought of you because you've been doing a lot of these little adventures. I went on the adventure. I blessed everything. So 
This crowded Starbucks, because I was tuned into the joy right. of it, turned into such part a of joyful the adventure. experience. Yeah, yeah part of the adventure. Of, exactly. And that's another thing. You know, it's it's not about trying to make someone else happy. No. It's like, it's okay to tell the truth about the situation. Yeah. And that relieves the other person and myself. Because there was a time when I was first getting my beak wet with these spiritual principles. Yeah. Where I thought it was deny that this line is awful. Yeah. And pack oh, that in. Yeah. And I see someone else, boy, they're not getting it. I'm going to cheer them up. Right. And it was, oh, it was all just. Well, you know why? Because you weren't, I like. No. We when we don't take the time to stop and avoid the hassle, right. we have no way of actually cheering anyone up because we're not joyful. Right. We're trying to cheer them up because we're not happy ourselves, and we think we're going to do it out there. Exactly, and that's what the law of non-resistance means. It doesn't mean tell myself that this situation doesn't exist. No, no, it's it's to be able to have, find camaraderie, not commiserie, nah, but yes. camaraderie yeah. with the other person. By finding something good to be said, like yes. Butterworth says, but without denying the obvious. I'm not going to pretend that we have a long line. That actually actually becomes part of our, ah, you're right. I'm not alone. You're in this with me, too. Sometimes I'll play that game with myself in traffic. If I'm sitting in traffic, the tends to go, ah, oh, there's traffic. And I start seeing the other cars as my enemies because yeah. they're in my way. And right, right. Dullards. And instead, I start to go, wait a minute. They're all in this with me. Right. And then it I automatically agree. lightens. Yes. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm, because the frustration is I'm alone and I'm going to fix others. Yeah. Or I'm alone and screw others. But it's so much healthier to say, hey, this line's long for me too. Really? Because yeah. I was getting frustrated. And then all of a sudden the frustration evaporates because love starts moving between us. And then yes. we even love the barista when we get up there. Yes. Because it... Yeah, because we see we're all yeah, together. We're together. We Even don't blame the, her. Right. And non-resistance is a good word because it's like, first it means, okay, I see this situation right. is happening. But how do I, because you, I can resist just as much with positive affirmations, positive, I mean, resisting, resisting. Oh. That's resistant. Positive affirmations could be used in a resistant kind yes. of a way, just as much as complaining and griping. Yes. But non-resistance is, okay, this is what it is. This is where I've arrived. Now I'm going to bless it and like see the good, let something yes. good be said. And, and then that ends up transforming the way we feel about everything and the outcome because I avoided the hassle, not because there was no one in Starbucks, right. but I avoided it because it wasn't a hassle. Right. The hassle turned into me doing the hustle with that it. lady. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Dugan's the one who actually firmly planted this saving tool in my head, which is I wonder what wonderful thing is going to come yes. out of this seemingly negative situation. And while I wasn't home the other day, I was with you yeah. and the and the hearts, with you and the knights. The knights, yes. Two of our fans from Louisville, Kentucky, are out here visiting. Yes. I came home and I had this notice: we shut off your gas, and I pay my bill every month. But they, I go, what? Maybe it was for somebody else, right? So I realized they did indeed shut off my gas because I wasn't home because they replaced our meters without giving us a heads up. Yeah. So my. Water heater, everything, cold showers, you know, the whole nine yards. And I was feeling myself going, fuck, why is this, you know. Well, I can imagine. And, yeah. and then I started thinking, no, no something good. So, so I go to check the water heater yeah. to see why am I not getting hot water, not realizing the gas is completely shut off yet. And I notice all this water. So I was like, oh, my God. If the gas wasn't shut off, yeah. I would have never opened this door right. to see that my one of the hose going into my water yes. heater has a slow leak. Yeah. And like that was like the good thing. So by the time the gas man showed up yesterday, yeah. he couldn't believe how joyful I was. And I was even telling him the story. I said, well, they didn't tell me you guys came. I'm so glad you're yeah. here. But I said, funniest thing. You know how these things work out? And it was funny because he was able to tap into that too. Yeah. He goes, oh, it's good that you discovered that. He goes, well, let yeah. me just make sure everything's up. And I felt so high with him, yeah. who was the perceived enemy, these dullards they don't call. Right. And I was like, oh, my God, it was so wonderful, the non-resistance. Yes, it's the way to go. It is the way to go because it's really recognizing that God is the source. People are channels. Situations are channels. But even when the channels in front of us look like they're not working, God is always working. So that's why we can ask. What good is going to come of this? Because it's like, 
How's God going to yes. use these tools to make something yes, wonderful happen? Yes, if we don't resist. Yeah, and that's why meditation and a morning routine and tapping into who we really are and remembering how loved we are is so important and such a, a key part of starting our day. All right, coming up next, Reverend David McClure joins us on the mountaintop to read and discuss today's daily word, Inner Truth. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Wouldn't you like to share the programs that inspire you most with audiences around the world? That's easier than ever with mobile giving. Just text Unity Radio to 72727 and help us continue offering spiritual programs that change lives. that the Buddha gave us the formula to create a beautiful, abundant life? Did you know that Jesus gave us the formula to create a beautiful, abundant life? Did you know that both these masters taught exactly the same thing? And guess what? They did not teach the law of attraction. They taught the great paradox of prosperity. You can have anything you want. Why, you can have things you don't even know you want, but not by wanting them. Instead, put your attention on the vibrant presence of the divine within. Do that and your life will change. It has to. That is the natural order. Want to crack the code on the great paradox? Get Janet Connors' The Lotus and the Lily. Available everywhere great books are sold. It is the birthright of each and every one of us to live an awakened life. Most religions and spiritual traditions teach us that we need to adopt a certain belief system or follow some prescribed steps to attain a state of enlightenment. A long-held belief about awakening is that only a small number of people destined to become gurus or spiritual teachers can attain it. It is certainly true that until recent times, only a small number of people on the planet had attained this state of full self-realization. These saints, mystics, and spiritual masters were seen as special. They certainly were at the time. However, times are changing. This message was brought to you by T.J. Woodward, host of Awakened Living Radio. Learn more from T.J. on his weekly podcasts. Episodes are available on unityonlineradio.org, iTunes, and Google Play Music. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. All right, welcome back. Yes. To the other side of the break, we extended the show a little bit. Because right. we have uh, Reverend David McClure coming up here in a few minutes, and we just want to remember to stop now and avoid the hassle. That's right. And there's a great definition of meditation from Ernest Holmes in Science of Mind in the glossary here. He says, the general acceptance of the term meditation is contemplation or continuous thought. Ugh. We mean to convey something more, the recognition of the Father within, the certainty of our oneness with the whole, the immediate availability of the power and wisdom resulting from this oneness. Such communion with God brings harmony into our lives and affairs, establishes the law of health and prosperity, and makes us a light to all those who cross our pathway. Yes, instead of trying to will myself out of things during meditation or stop my thoughts, yeah, the non-resistant thought I'll lock into, you know, there's several. One is, I don't have to know how to meditate. God does the work yes. if I'm struggling with meditation. Another one is, I start imagining people in my life smiling and happy, you know, friends or Mike Dugan. Yes. Even Francis, smiling, happy, free and happy. And the third thing I do sometimes is remember that 
I'm like a battery and meditating is my time to be recharged. Yeah. And all I need to do is to just not resist and think of myself being recharged, my spirit being recharged with God's love. And that's a wonderful thing to sit with. Yeah. And you'll actually start, if you're like me, start feeling yourself becoming energized. Yes. It's so wonderful. Yeah, because you realize that you begin to, I begin to realize that I just radiate, when I'm just being my natural self, I radiate love. It's natural. Love. It's natural, yeah. Speaking of radiating love, we want to thank our listeners. Which oh. Right now, I know Kurt Naus and Papa Donut are listening in Polony, New York, and we love you both. And we love all of our listeners who have been send us things. There's one way to send us things, which is funniest thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Uh, you can go to DarylNed.com, go to the contact page and send us an email or uh, funniest thing at UnityOnlineRadio.org or our Facebook fan page. Yes. And uh, we do love you. We love all the uh, – Susan Susie Thompson lately has really been – Filling our page with beautiful artwork. Inspired. And you mean our Facebook page. Yeah, our Facebook page, which is wonderful. Check out DarylNed.com, too, because you can see pictures of the whole crew. There's YouTube episodes. There's uh, all sorts of stuff. There's 18 days of med- uh, a mini meditation with the Course in Miracles there, one, at, one a day. They're only like a minute and a half, two minutes long, little videos. Yes. We did one today. It was great. And did we do one today? You sent it to me. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I was in such a funk, I forgot. I know. Um, But two fans met the entire Funniest Thing crew here at Middle School Studios yesterday. Sherry and Mike Knight. From Louisville, Kentucky. We're in town. Their son lives in town. We met his wife. Ruby. uh, Bryce is over there in Santa Monica. Sweden. Yeah. And uh, where they don't have peanut butter. Or mac and cheese. But we do know that, that, that Sherry enjoyed meeting, and Mike enjoyed meeting the nuns at Pauline Books and Media yesterday as well, well. Yeah, but they were really enamored with meeting two celebrities. Yes. Which is Gabby the Postal Pitbull and Mr. French. Our Not station to mention Francis right before he left the building. That's right, Damon. They were the last strangers to meet Francis That's and awesome. say goodbye to him. Yeah, so we also want to thank the man. Ah. This guy's built like an ox. Paul Bunyan-esque in that way? Even better looking. Like oh, it, definitely. A more handsome Paul Bunyan. Oh, Kevin Cosner. If, Kev, got the if height Kevin Cosner played Paul, Paul Bunyan. Bunyan. That's Jeff Comfort. Yeah, so uh, each week. He takes us. Right into the comfort zone. Yeah. Give a shout out to the prayer line. 800-NOW-PRAY. 800-669-7729. Um... You know, I used the UPRAY app when you were feeling not so good this morning, and that, like we said, that helped. We really use it. It's the letter U, the word pray. That's the app. I was listening to Vibrant Living with Coach Carla, and, they, and she had, I think it was like the vice vice president or something over at Silent Unity on, and there because they got the World Prayer Day coming up here. Yes, they do in September, right? Yes, and uh, so you can find that on the Unity website to learn more about that, and yes. uh, it's very inspiring. Um, here it is. Yes, it's called Discover the, the the theme is Discover the Power Within, Unleash Your Divine Potential. And it's September 8th, 2016. That's the World Prayer Day. They have uplifting events at Unity Village where you can participate in prayer. It's 24 Wherever hours of, of continuous prayer. Yeah. The and you, wait, world. there's a website right there Oops, as well. Yep, sorry. Uh that you can go to which is uh worlddayofprayer.org to find out uh, more about that. You can you can mail your prayers to Silent Unity or from there even. Yeah, yeah. WorldDayOfPrayer.org. Discover the power within. Unleash your divine potential. That's what this show is really all about today. Uh, Jeff, how are we doing on the guest front? Okay. All right. So we're still uh, seeing what happens with Reverend David McCorby because he had a very important online. A meeting uh, or no another radio show or something no, that, I, think, I think it was just an appointment an appointment so we'll see when he arrives we'll give him just a few more well, minutes here well, we could cheat and do the mailbag now is that allowed uh or yeah the, wait let's see the third let's street see reading. If, uh gabby will bring it. Oh, yes. that's a great idea
Oh, Gabby, the postal pimple woke up from her na- nap. She normally naps through this whole segment. Yeah, so, thank you. Mr. French gave her a little nip in the behind. I know. It was awesome. So we got this wonderful email from – we mentioned Susie Thompson earlier. And uh, the, the, the subject said, who's up for a Friday quickie? Ooh. So, of course, we quickly opened that. It says, <laughs> happy Friday, guys. I just wanted to send you a quick note. I save your latest shows for my Sundays. It's like going to an uplifting spiritual service, but without the hassle of having to get dressed up and drive somewhere and drive somewhere. But during the week, I listen to your older episodes. I hear how you both have evolved, and I understand more clearly why I gravitated and enjoy your show so much. The similarities in our stories and what we enjoy uh, doing is uncanny from a, how do I put this politely, deranged childhood to your love of art and music, I can relate on so many levels. I am so happy that I found your show. It's a great reminder that no matter how far apart we may be, we really are on this journey together. You guys inspire me. Thank you. Have a rockin' weekend. Susie Thompson. P.S. I still think you guys should have a Funniest Thing mastermind group so all of us like-minded fans can get together to inspire, conspire, and play. And we, we actually like that idea. We might not call it a mastermind. Because it's a maybe a little bit overused term. Yeah, it is. It's kind of has a you know. It's been so overused by so many people. But, but for, it would be fun to have strange like, things. Uh, yes. Somehow, like be able to have a smaller group where we can talk one on one, or not one on one, but as a you know, like right, talk oh, to interact uh, with the audience. Are you considering a webinar? I did used to call you webinar for a reason. And also, we should might as well put it out there that. Yeah. Since our visit to Unity Village last week, we've actually been um, in, in communication with them about the possibility of doing a funniest thing with Daryl and Ed retreat. Yeah. Or at least being or maybe be simply being a part of an existing retreat. What's amazing is the other day when we were with Sherry and Mike, which was what, yesterday? Yesterday. Uh, we had a delicious lunch. And then I had this hunch. Well, I better go. I felt this little oh, tug this, to go yeah, back to my that, desk yeah. at, the, at the district. And uh, take care of something for the district. And so I said, so Daryl's like, well, I said, well, you, I'm handing over Mike and Sherry to you. And, and I'm we going to go do this. Studios. Yeah, and then and Daryl said, well, why don't you come? And I said, ah, I got this feeling whenever I fall through with this feeling, you know, something good always happens. I run into the right person, right. you know, and Daryl said, all right, I got it. So I left and I it was so awesome because I drove into the parking lot. I saw a woman that I worked with over the summer. I said, hop in. I gave her a very short ride to her car, let her know how much I love her. Yes. Pulled back around, went into the visitor spot. This is getting good. Then I saw my friend, Jeff Mendoza, the maintenance guy, right? Who you've always been happy to see. He's always joyous. This has been going on for a long time. He's always happy to see me, and not just me, but everyone he meets. He's an amazing living example of everything we talk about. Yes. I saw him, and he asked me about... Um, going to New York to play music because he's a drummer and he loves our music. And I told him, well, that that didn't work out. And I told him a little bit about why. And I said, but I did go to Missouri and thinking, he's not, what he's does he know about Missouri, know. right? Yeah. And he said, well, where'd you go? And I thought to myself, well, he doesn't know. He's, he's not, not going to know. know. But for some reason, though, I, I, you know, like sometimes I would water it down and go oh, somewhere. And, but I said, Unity Village. And he said, no way, Unity Village, my my uncle, Bobby Carrillo, is a, the maintenance guy over there. It was unbelievable. And, uh, and he said, I used to work there during the summers myself. Isn't this amazing? Yeah, incredible. In Culver City, California, a, a great friend that I had always known already was connected with Unity Village. Already? Man, really we no connected idea. with yeah, really. Unity it's, Village. It's just amazing how I love this connecting the dots. Just and like our favorite, uh, one of our favorite baristas, Patrick Stone, who oh was mom God. worked for Silent Unity. Yes. He grew up around uh, Unity Lee Village. Summit. Yes. Yeah, amazing, 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 amazing. And we were so on fire when we got back from Unity Village. And Daryl, like the next day, was on his way somewhere, and you had an amazing experience with uh, in the oh. parking lot of Coffee Bean. Oh, my God. I, I never go to Coffee Bean, and I never have been to this Coffee Bean. It used to be a Rally's hamburger drive-in, yes. and they converted it recently, so I've never been here as a Coffee Bean. So for some reason, I go, I'll just get a coffee here. I pull in, and now I have to walk in because the drive through line was a hassle. So I said, no problem. I'll walk in. Yes. I walk in. Joyous people in there make my coffee. I'm going, wow, that was great. I'm walking out, and this truck pulls in. 
Yes. You know, like one of those big right. trucks, right? Uh-huh. And there's this attractive, like, cowgirl-looking woman, you know, yes. driving it. And she right. goes, Daryl! And I was like, whoa, wait a minute. This is like a, like, what is this? So I was like, hey, and I recognized her, but I didn't recognize her. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's some of those people, an acquaintance I must know from, you know, I know from town. Right, right. And she goes, yeah, I had to come in and get a coffee. I said, me too. I even complimented her. I said, uh-huh. I saw you two pulling. I thought, what is this? The two sexy cowgirls in the truck? I go, this is crazy. Yes. So they were like, she had one hour away. She goes, I love your show. I listen all the time. Uh, oh, it was so wonderful. Now, I hope I'm getting your name right. Because I think it's Ramona. But we see each other so infrequently. Like yes. the last time I was really saw her was years ago. Right. But oh, it was just one of those crazy, amazing things that I was in that place yeah. at that time. That just by chance, someone here in Culver City is a fan of the show. Yeah, incredible, incredible. Um, so let's get on with the Daily Word, right? Yes, I guess is uh, McClure there. All right, so uh, if David can join us, he will. If not, we still love him. We send love to wherever he is because he's probably nervous thinking about us, but we love him. It does not even matter. That's right. The daily word is for today is inner truth. Shall I read this? Yeah, go for it. All right, so so good. And it goes right along with what we're talking about because God life within assures me that all is well. Oh, that's the meditation. Yes. Deep inside me is a truth I want to know consciously all the time. When I am centered in it, I know all is well in my life and the world. When I am aware of it, there's no room for struggle or problems of any kind. I find it in the place the psalmist call the secret place of the Most High. I simply become still uh, and rest my attention on God life within. Then I, too, discover this secret place where the highest truth dwells. I meet God at the core of my being. That is the best feeling in the world. Here I find solace, passion, joy, and a sense of oneness with all life. Resting in the silence, I hear and see through spiritual ears and eyes. No matter the circumstances of life, I know this deeply seated and ever-available truth. God is here, and all is well. And from Psalm 51.6, You desire truth in the, in the inward being. Therefore, teach me wisdom in my secret heart, you know, and that is so good. And I, you know, I heard a, there's a lot of talk in the Bible, different places about going into the, you know, going into secret and praying, going yes. into the secret place. And you know, the like the beauty of that is that it's your own, it's my own personal connection with God. When we go into a chapel and meditate, you know, I was I went through like one of those kind of dark nights of the soul before I had all these tools and, you know, like where it was like kind of ignoring how much I wanted to follow my spirit, you know? So I was like anxious all the time and, you know, like anxious without the tools to dis- disarm it. And I went to a meditation with Randy Vasilakis, yes. who we used to love. Yes. She was an incredible guided uh, meditate, well, uh, meditation teacher. Yes. So she would take us through these guided meditations. Yeah. And I would just feel so Yeah. Yeah. And one of those meditations and she I mean, she blessed me during that period more than one time, many times. But there was one particular time, the first time I think I ever met her, which was at this like nighttime meditation she did. Right. And she I don't even remember. We did a guided meditation. But in that meditation, I had this awareness, just like uh, who did we see uh, talking about unity, which is an amazing video with Oprah. Maya, Dr. Maya Maya Angelou. Angelou. Yes. Maya Angelou said the same thing. Which was, during my time with Randy, I had the awareness that God knows me and loves me. You know, me. Me. Just, you know, like, I felt that for the first time. And it was literally like having a drink of water after being in the desert for a really... Yes! You know, in in that one moment, it didn't last, I mean, but it, it was like each time I took a drink, took a drink, got up and took one more drink, one more, you know, like, slowly gained momentum. I met Daryl. We found the chapel at the nuns. Daryl hit me to these books that really are in alignment with what I've always known to be true. Right. You know, and I started reading them on a daily basis and like strengthening the part of me that has always known this. And in one step, one drink of, you know, but it's all about that inner going back to the inner connection because no one can teach it to you 
They can tell you that what kind of how you can find it for yourself. Well, yeah, because there's really no there's the good news is there's no system. Yeah. The good news is it's all already there. Mm-hmm. And once you discover the books that you find an affinity for naturally. Yes. Like for me, Mike Dugan turned me on to Emmett Fox and I'm like, oh, religious books. Yeah. But I started reading them. And I was like, they appealed to me because it felt like I already knew this stuff. Yeah. Like, it was like, this feels so good. I already believe this. Yes. But it felt like I had forgotten it. Yeah. And that video Ed's describing, if you'd like to look it up, just put the Google search, Maya Angelou, Oprah, Unity, or Unity Village. I you found it. really, really touched by it. It is. Yeah. It, if like, you, if the you, love. Yes. Yeah. And it, the way she describes Oh, my unity. God. It is so positive. So and, positive. And it's actually seeing Maya Angelou with her with her guard down. Yeah, with all, yeah. Just, Without her, because she can sometimes come off as a little pretentious. As, sure, yeah. You know, when she wears her poet laureate cloak. Yeah. But in this video, it was the most sincere I've seen this woman and for the first time of hearing her talk, I felt like I loved her. And she did such a great job of describing unity. unity. And she was, it could have been, she could easily have been a loving guest on our show because yes. she was saying how it's really all about, not just about creating. She didn't do it to become a minister or no. anything. She wanted it for herself to apply to her own life. She talked about Charles Fillmore. Oh. Yeah, so you said uh, Maya Angelou, Oprah, Unity, Unity Village. Put Unity Village, because that's how I stumbled yeah, on it. It is a wonderful video. It's I, wor- and it's very short. Yeah. It's near not sitting through anything laborious. It's, yeah. I think it's four minutes or six minutes max, and it goes by like that. Yeah, it is. It'll make you feel great after you watch this. I don't want to give away what she says. Yeah. I suggest you watch it and enjoy the experience on your own. Oh, dude, I have a great reading from Eric Butterworth that goes along with what we're talking about. He said, in in Spiritual Economics, another book that really really hits that place where I go, I believe this already, and it it deals with economics, but it deals with everything, really. So it's a great book we recommend, and he says, the important truth is that you are a spiritual being with the allness of infinite mind within you. Whatever your needs may be, the answer is not to get God to give you more through some divine sleight-of-hand process, but rather to uncover and release your own imprisoned splendor. Yes! Avoid the temptation to work the law and thus to materialize the process. Get your mind off of the idea of making a demonstration in life. Center your awareness on a deeper sense of life and the demonstration will begin to make you. This is what I was trying to say, I mean, but the good news is there's no system it means when we just make the attempt yeah. to meditate, just make the attempt to seek, yeah. like to see, like just seeking God is meditating. Whatever that seeking is, the desire to know the truth. It really it, means seeking good in, yes, in your situation good. because that's how God is expressed. And just by choosing to take a few minutes out a day, whether it, we, we strongly suggest you start your day yeah. with some inspirational readings, but just doing that, Light turns up the uh, pilot light in your soul. Yeah. And like Ed shared his experience, all of a sudden your circumstances start rearranging yeah. themselves without the effort on your part. And you will be finding yourself being introduced to, in serendipitous ways, people that will continue to conspire well, yes. to your highest good. I was going to say one two people we can't leave out of this equation for me and and you both because Dr. Uh, Elizabeth Marshall and yes. Reverend Kenneth Gray from the Science yes. the Center for Spiritual Living in Inglewood. They're the reason why we read from Science of Mind Ernest Holmes yes. because I never even wanted to touch the book before I took that class and they're the reason a big reason why we actually understand the Bible more clearly yes. and are not afraid of the Bible anymore because oh, yes. we, we got so many questions answered. They were so loving. They sh- positive. Oh, and, and it doesn't, have, what I was going to say is you'll find your own teachers. You know yes. what I mean? They, they, they'll call to you, but it, you'll stumble upon them. Yes. Wh- whatever it is, it's all there. You're already completely supported. And it'll end up being most of the time for fun and for free. Like yeah. we learned, Charles, we learned, the more we learn about the birth of unity and the intention of Charles and Myrtle Filmer, who were the founders of unity. 
It was all just the sincere desire to do like Ed and I do with this show. Yeah. They weren't coming up with a system for success. They weren't, they were or just, trying to make it a career path. No, they weren't trying. They didn't even, dis, they didn't even consider they, I mean, they had no intentions of turning it into a ministry or a religion or at least not a church. No, they yeah. just loved sharing this message in the most inexpensive and affordable way they could. Yes. And it, and it just continued to grow and, and really enhance people's lives. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, you know what? We got something real quick that I got to throw in here. It was just handed to me by Mr. French. Oh, good. It's a short little mailbag item that fell out on the way to the yeah. uh, studio. And it, this is also from Susan Thompson after listening to our last episode, right? Yeah, with Sirigo Paul. Sending the clowns. Yeah. He's a laughing guru. She wrote two trusty pens, one relaxed cat, and Siri Gopal sing, and the latest episode of Funniest Thing equals Sunday, Fun Day, and One Happy Me. And I gotta tell you, I gotta do a thanks to Siri Gopal Singh. Well, also there's a good drawing of the of that go that that she created. There's a lot of oh! good art on our Funniest Thing fan page, or you can go to originalsuzy.com. She has a website. She's a creative, loving, inspiring person. Who is just motivated by sharing the joy and spreading the love. Well, I got to give this one last. This, yeah. is, this is from Francis's last stand. Yesterday I woke up and, you know, he had free, he's had free range diarrhea and pooping for some time. Yeah. So my first impulse is to grumble when I see it in spots where it shouldn't be throughout the house. Yeah. So I saw it in a spot sitting on the edge of the tub. I guess he was sitting there. And part of me wanted to grumble, but then I remembered Siri Gopal in that minute, like pointing to the bill. Yeah. So I point. I started pointing to the poop and laughing. Oh, nice. And then I started to disengage from my mind. Yeah. And I started thinking, you know, if Ed's cat was doing this to him and I saw it, oh my I'd be gosh. laughing my ass <laughs> off. If this was happening to a friend and yeah. not me, uh, I'd be laughing my <laughs> ass off. So I started thinking, uh, I'm going to start. Th- and then I started thinking. That's really the way you think of yourself as a friend. Yeah. Because then I started thinking of myself as a friend, and I was actually laughing like I would at a friend's demise. (laughs) It made me release all my anguish over it. Yeah, I've been using the put the cell phone to your ear. Oh, yes, you did. When you're in the store or walking down the street. I use it. I just start laughing. I go, <laughs> thank you. That's so funny. And I pretend I'm talking to you or whoever it right. is. And it is an instant mood boost. So I'm also grateful for Siri Gopal. You know the best part? Oh. Hey, guys. Woo! Fred from the B-52s? Who else would it be, you fruit? (laughs) (laughs) Well, what are you doing here? I got my umbrella. You know what that means? It's time to sing. Let's do it. Getting rid of the static, getting rid of the static, no static in my attic with unity. Getting rid of the static, getting rid of the static, no static in my attic with unity. I don't know, I feel like something's (laughs) happening. Something good is happening. I feel love has got to come on and I want it. Something big and lovely. I want the world to change for me. Gotta get away to unity. Living on the edge <laughs> Visit Daryl on it to find easy links to everything we do. David McClure, we love you. You can also check out our Twitter feed. You can download this podcast for free on iTunes or at Unity Online Radio. Also, you could write to us at Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. You can find our fan page on Facebook and like it. And as always, thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity Online Radio. Getting rid of the static. Yeah. Getting rid of the static. Woo. No static in my attic with Unity. Where's my umbrella? Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. You've been
Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry, where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. 